Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 66 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, previous week's gaming news, and we all are an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Project Cars 3, Madden NFL 21, Tell Me Why Chapter 1, Windbound, Double Kick Heroes, Road to Guangdong, and Wasteland 3. The games coming out this week include Marvel's Avengers, Iron Harvest, Aerie and the Secret of Seasons, Crusader Kings 3, Batu Tabatu, Mask of Mists, CD Run, Desperados 3, Money for the Vultures Part 1 Late to the Party, Spellbreak, Tell Me Why Chapter 2, Dehu Luna Knights, Akoma 2 Vicious Sisters, WRC 9 FIA World Rally Championship, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, NBA 2K21, and Lair of the Clockwork God. New games with gold have been announced for September, and these games include The Division on Xbox One from September 1st to the 30th, The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 on Xbox One from September 16th to October 15th, The Blob 2 from Xbox 360 September 1st to the 15th, and on the original Xbox, Armed and Dangerous from September 16th to September 30th. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have a whopping 13 to cover. Prepare for a longer show. Number 1. Bungie veteran Joseph Staten joins 343 to help ship Halo Infinite. Sharif Saeed at VG247 writes, Halo Infinite's developer has listed the help of one of the series' original creators. Microsoft has announced following reports that Joseph Staten has joined Halo Infinite developer 343 Industries. Staten is already a Microsoft employee, having spent recent years working on various internal and external projects. But he's also one of the original creators of Halo at Bungie. He contributed to the development of the original Halo games in a number of ways, including writing and world building. Staten continued to work at Bungie after the studio split with Microsoft, overseeing the inception of Destiny, only to leave just before the game shipped. Staten will be working alongside existing leads to see the campaign portion of the game through to the finish line. Staten's internal move wasn't the only announced one this week. Pierre Hintz, who was heading up publishing duties on Halo The Master Chief Collection, will now lead Halo Infinite's free-to-play multiplayer mode. According to Bloomberg, Staten and Hintz will work alongside studio head Chris Lee and report to 343 Overseer and Microsoft executive Bonnie Ross. The news book ends a turbulent few days for 343 that followed the decision to delay Halo Infinite to 2021. Since that moment, multiple reports have come out about the state of the game's development, exploring what could have led to Infinite's long development, and the potential for a further delay to 2022, something that the studio has denied. I think we have to look at this as a positive, but it is a little scary. To bring someone in so late in the game, how much can he really impact? Regardless, I guess we'll have to see when they show more of the game. Number 2. Microsoft's Mysterious Initiative Studio Hires Crystal Dynamics Bungie Alumni Jordan Allman at IGN writes, Microsoft has tapped top talent from Bungie and Crystal Dynamics to join its mysterious Quadruple A studio, The Initiative. Among the 16 new hires revealed on LinkedIn by studio head Daryl Gallagher, we can see that Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Marvel Avengers director Remy Lacoste has made the jump to The Initiative to work as an experiential director. Destiny 2 narrative lead Christine Thompson has also joined the studio in a lead writer position. We're yet to learn what the studio is working on with our latest clue arriving from Xbox head Phil Spencer, who revealed the initiative is challenging themselves to do new things and old things in new ways, whatever that means. They continue to beef up the studio with top talent from across the industry and I cannot wait till we can finally see what they've been working on.
Number three, Grounded's first content update gives players the bird. Mikey Dowling, director of communications at Obsidian Entertainment, writes on Xbox Wire. The team responsible for Grounded at Obsidian Entertainment are excited to release the first monthly update for the game today. With this update, we are introducing a new way to enhance your character, more options to decorate your base, a new piece of armor, new quest types from Burgle, and a new visitor to the backyard. First up are player perks. While exploring the backyard, you can unlock perks which cause small mutations to your character. With these mutations, you can cut grass faster, increase health, improve defenses, and more. Players can have up to three mutations equipped at any time, and we plan to introduce more over the course of game preview. For builders, we have added fences, tables, and a new resting spot. The sprig fence and acorn picket fence will both add a nice decorative touch to the outside of your home, while the grass table and clover table will help bring the interior together. If you want a more comfortable night of sleep, you are now able to make a bed. Crafting a bed requires a new ingredient that can be found from a new visitor in the backyard, the bird. And if you're looking to spice up your outfit and bow attacks, a new marksman's cap can be crafted from the feathers of the bird. The biggest creature in the backyard has arrived. How will this play into the adventure of the backyard? Find out in this and future updates for Grounded. To learn more about the details of each of these new additions to the backyard and more, check out the latest Grounded developer vlog on the Obsidian YouTube channel. I've actually been a low-key big fan of Grounded. I don't play it as much as I like, but it's nice to hop in every now and again, put a podcast on the side, and really enjoy my time in the backyard. Number 4. Marvel's Avengers Every Post-Launch Character Will Have a $10 Battle Pass Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics have revealed more details on Marvel's Avengers gear, cosmetics, vendors, marketplace, and the premium hero challenge cards, which will cost $10 for each free post-launch character. A blog on Square Enix's website began by reiterating that all future updates, including new characters, story content, missions, and regions, will be available for free to all players. Furthermore, while there will be new cosmetic content that will be purchasable with real money, it will be aesthetic only and will not impact gameplay in any way. I truly hope for those that are excited about this game this week enjoy it, however when I played the beta I just could not get into the gameplay. I was intrigued by the story but the gameplay just didn't do it for me. Maybe down the line when they update this game, smooth out all the kinks, I'll come back in a few months and join in. Number 5. Star Studded Cast Announced for Xbox Console Launch Exclusive 12 Minutes Will Tettle, Editor-in-Chief at Xbox Wire, writes, A perennial powerhouse when it comes to releasing unique, innovative, and remarkable games and stories, Annapurna Interactive never fails to impress when they make an announcement. As part of Gamescom Opening Night Live, Annapurna Interactive revealed the star-studded cast of the upcoming interactive thriller 12 Minutes, an Xbox console launch exclusive. While nameless throughout the experience, the ensemble comprising 12 Minutes features Golden Globe nominee James McAvoy as The Man, Daisy Ridley, as The Woman, and four-time Academy Award nominee William Defoe as The Intruder. Working with this incredibly talented cast to bring 12 Minutes to life has been amazing, said Luis Antonio, director and creator of 12 Minutes. 12 Minutes blends the genres of film and games with an interactive thriller, and these extraordinary actors are perfect for bringing the nuanced and complex characters to life in the world. Fans can also get a look behind the scenes of 12 Minutes and hear from the cast and game director via their interviews with Entertainment Weekly. I cannot wait to play this game, please do go check out the trailer if you haven't yet. It's launching soon on PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One, and I cannot wait to play it. Number 6. Dragon Age 4 First Look Trailer Revealed at Gamescom Joe Scrubbles at IGN writes, 
Dragon Age 4 has gotten a first look trailer at Gamescom. During opening night live at Gamescom 2020, executive producer Mark Dara and other developers at the studio discussed the series and showed new concept art from the game, new in-development footage, and discussed the game's goals, oh, and showed off the return of love-hate character Solas. The footage showed a variety of new locations including what may be an underwater realm, and we glimpsed new characters Bellaria and Darwin and their voice actors Ji Young Han and Ike Amati. As for a plot, we didn't learn much, but Bioware wants to create a story about what happens when you don't have power, and when the people in charge don't address the issues in the world. While we've known it's been in development for some time, Dragon Age 4 has only been hinted at previously, with our last look at the game coming in the form of concept art revealed as Bioware confirmed that it was working on next-gen games. I know there are huge Dragon Age fans out there, which is why I included this story. However, I only played a little bit of the first one, and it just didn't do much for me. Number 7. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War launches November 13th. James Matone, the lead writer for Activision Editorial, writes on Xbox Wire. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the direct sequel to the original legendary Call of Duty Black Ops, launches worldwide on Friday, November 13th for Xbox One, and is also scheduled for release on the Xbox Series X in late 2020. Following the events of Black Ops, players will find themselves in 1981 when the Cold War is heating up. Tensions are at an all-time high, conspiracies are rampant, and a terrorist plot looms large. Familiar faces Alex Mason, Frank Woods, and Jason Hudson return with new allies to stop an impending global disaster. In this blockbuster single-player campaign, players will be armed with cutting-edge 80s weaponry and work to unravel an explosive and mind-bending conspiracy. Black Ops Cold War will be a cross-generation, cross-platform, and cross-progression experience. Currently owned in Xbox One, your profile progression stats and all your items from the game's current generation experience will carry over to your Xbox Series X when you choose to upgrade. Black Ops Cold War will continue and extend Call of Duty Warzone, the blockbuster free-to-play, free-for-everyone battle royale experience. Black Ops Cold War features a new progression journey that is shared with Warzone, adding inventory items that can be used in both titles. Plus, Warzone players will still have access to Modern Warfare content like operators and weapon blueprints. More information on Black Ops Cold War and Warzone will be announced at a later date. I really enjoy the campaign in Modern Warfare, and I can't wait to try this game on my birthday, November 13th. Let's hope the Series X is out before then so I can enjoy it on my shiny new console. Number 8. The Lord of the Rings Golem is a Prince of Persia-like stealth game with a branching narrative. Joe Scarables at IGN writes, The Lord of the Rings Golem will mix Prince of Persia-like stealth action, feature a branching narrative, and expand on the hints given by J.R.R. Tolkien about the store formerly known as Smeagol to create a brand new Lord of the Rings story that aims to fit alongside the books. Daedalic still isn't showing off the gameplay footage of the 2021 next-gen stealth project, but the game's developers spoke exclusively to IGN about Gollum's mixture of stealth action and interactive narrative gameplay, how they're expanding on Tolkien's original fiction, and how they tried to create a version of the character you actually want to spend time with more and more. If you're interested in the game, please go read the full article on IGN. I wanted to highlight the fact that it's going to be a Prince of Persia-like and have a branching narrative somehow that fits alongside the books. I'm intrigued to see more as a Lord of the Rings fan, so let's see what they could do with some gameplay footage. Number 8. Doom Eternal's first DLC expansion, The Ancient Gods, arrives next month. ONS Good at Polygon writes, Doom Eternal's first campaign expansion, The Ancient Gods Part 1, puts sinners in the hand of a very angry demon on October 20th. id Software and Bethesda Softworks revealed and dated the expansion at Gamescom on August 27th. The DLC is part of Doom Eternal's 2999 Season 1 Pass, which was included with the Deluxe Edition when the game launched in March. 
It's 1999 a la carte, and importantly, Bethesda said players do not need to own Doom Eternal to buy and play The Ancient Gods Part 1. A standalone purchase of The Ancient Gods Part 1 gives the buyer access to battle mode, Doom Eternal's 2v1 best of 5 rounds multiplayer match. Bethesda's news release says players will confront an ancient evil awoken from an imbalance in the heavens. The baddies players mow down will include fierce new demons, the statement said. It seems like everyone was extremely excited about Doom Eternal and then it came out and I really didn't hear much. I only played a little bit of the first one and I enjoyed it, but just never completed them. Number 10. Cyberpunk 2077 will have free DLC alongside paid expansions. Jordan Alleman at IGN writes, Cyberpunk 2077 will feature free DLC as well as paid expansions CD Projekt Red has revealed. The Polish developer replied to a fan on Twitter who asked about the potential for Cyberpunk 2077 to have free DLC like The Witcher 3, which offered an entire roadmap of free content to support the game beyond its initial launch. Responding in kind, CD Projekt Red replied with a gif of the Kool-Aid man spouting his famous catchphrase. Beyond the free DLC, it was previously confirmed back in April of 2020 that Cyberpunk 2077 will feature paid expansions of similar size to those that were available for The Witcher 3, such as Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine. I just cannot wait to play this game on my Series X this fall and lose countless hours and hours to it. Number 11. Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 4 Battle Pass skins including Thor, Groot, Storm, Mystique, and Tier 100 skin Iron Man. Lottie Lynn at Eurogamer writes, Fortnite's Chapter 2 Season 4 is truly the season of Marvel and focuses on the Nexus War. With the impending threat of Galactus, Cosmic Entity, and the Devourer of Worlds, Season 4's Battle Pass offers a variety of heroes and villains from across the Marvel Universe. These skins include Thor, Groot, Storm, Mystique, and the Tier 100 skin Iron Man. You'll also be able to unlock new emotes, weapon wraps, and gliders. Aside from the new Battle Pass, there's a new Victory Umbrella for you to earn, and a Wolverine skin for you to unlock. I gotta say, I really fell off of Fortnite as soon as everyone really started to learn how to build. I liked the game at first, but now I have no interest in playing it. However, seeing all the cool skins from this Marvel season has got me really intrigued. Number 12. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League First Trailer 2022 Release Matt Kim at IGN writes, Rocksteady Studios' Batman Arkham series follow-up returns the developer to the world of DC Comics, and now we actually know about what Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League entails, beyond the obvious, given its title and all. Shown during the game's DC fandom panel, the first trailer revealed that Suicide Squad killed the Justice League's playable characters, which include Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark, and a 2022 release window. As the name implies and as revealed in the trailer, Superman has become evil or something, and the Suicide Squad is tasked with killing the Justice League. The plot of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League follows closely to the plot of the Suicide Squad comic books. The DC Universe's notorious villains are contracted by the government to form Task Force X and carry out clandestine missions in exchange for a full pardon. In this case, the villains get an extra benefit of killing the Justice League, who probably is the reason. Plus, as suggested, Brainiac is involved as a reason for why the Justice League is suddenly baddies. Rocksteady appeared during the stream to share more additional details, including the gameplay, which will include Rocksteady's superhero supervillain empowerment from the Arkham games, plus gunplay as these villains are more well-armed. Set in the open-world metropolis, each character has their own unique moveset with enhanced traversal abilities to freely explore the dynamic open-world of metropolis, along with a variety of weapons to customize and skills to master. Suicide Squad will also be a 1-4 player experience. Rocksteady said it will be completely playable in single player with bots filling in the role of the three other characters, or load in with three friends as a full 4-player squad. 
Furthermore, players will be able to jump in at any time, so start a game in single player, have one or two friends join in, maybe a friend leaves, it's all up to you. Somehow I never beat one of the Batman Arkham games, but I've really been eager to come back and play them. This trailer has gotten me really excited, I just can't wait to see some gameplay from it. And number 13, Gotham Knights is the next Batman game without Batman. ONS good at Polygon writes, The next Batman game doesn't have Batman in it, or so we're told. Gotham Knights is coming in 2021, publisher Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment announced at Saturday at DC Fandom. The reveal concludes a year of teases and insinuations about when the next game was coming and what or who it would involve. Gotham Knights is coming to PS4, PS5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X next year and will be playable solo or in co-op, Warner Brothers said in a news release. In Gotham Knights, Bruce Wayne has supposedly perished in a massive explosion. In a message to his surviving comrades, he tells them to carry on in his absence. The trailer revealed Red Hood, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Robin, aka the Bat Family, as the cast of four playable characters. Gotham Knights will be a co-op game set in an open world Gotham City. At the end of Gotham Knights reveal trailer verified that the game's antagonist will be the Court of Owls, a generations long conspiracy of Gotham City's wealthiest families. Batman writer Scott Snyder and artist Greg Capullo created the court in 2011. Quote, you're not trying to become the new Batman, you're trying to become your own badass superhero, end quote, said For Marty, a senior producer with WB Games Montreal. The studio provided a 7 minute look at Gotham Knights gameplay in which the heroes take on Mr. Freeze. Go check out the gameplay for this, this game looks awesome, I was so impressed with how much it did for me even though I haven't really played a Batman game before. Can't wait to jump into this with my friend, and it'll happen on my new shiny console, the Series X, next year. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and given all the intrigue with 343 Industries and Halo, we're just going to do a fun fact about the studio. Credit to Wikipedia. 343 Industries is an American video game developer and a studio of Xbox Game Studios based in Redmond, Washington. Headed by Bonnie Ross, the studio is responsible for the Halo series of military science fiction games, originally created and produced by Bungie, and is the developer of the Slip Space Engine. Named after the Halo character 343 Guilty Spark, the studio was established in 2007 after the departure of Bungie. After co-developing downloadable content for Halo Reach, Bungie's final Halo game, 343 Industries released Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary and Halo 4 to critical and commercial success, the latter starting the studio's reclaimer saga of the mainline games. I am scared for 343 Industries if they can't deliver on Halo Infinite. Given all the troubled development we're hearing about, I really hope for everyone's sake that this game is awesome. Thank you all for listening to one of the longest episodes of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10, maybe 20 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've continued to play Call of Duty Warzone and been playing Madden NFL 21. I can't wait to jump into Tell Me Why first and then play Wasteland 3. My name is Ryan Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.